I've got no choice. You told me that last night, it was just <laughs> very messy all around. Well, that just aim, right? Oh no, that's my budget. <laughs> that's why we went wrong. God, look at those cars. This is like one bubble after another. Yeah, that, actually, they do look the same. They all look exactly the same. It's the wrong, the wrong, oh. the wrong. It's a problem our, with modern cars. I saw our neighbour. You saw our neighbour? I saw two of them. They're blokes. And a girl yeah, came around. I know. There's two. There's two guys and a girl. I met. I, I saw the girl briefly the other day when I was checking the gas meter. Did you give her the old? No, she said right. hi, and I went all right, and then walked <laughs> back inside because I need to put the, uh, get off my bloody lawn. <laughs> to put the gas meter readings in. But I saw, the, the, saw, saw the two guys were just outside eating just now while I was cooking. So. Okay. Wait. You mean to the left of our house or to the right of our house? Oh, I meant to the left of our house. Ah, oh, no, I mean to the right, the one that's actually connected to our house. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. I have no idea who they yeah, are. Yeah, two blokes. Well. And a woman who came round, whether she lives there or not, I don't know. But we're now surrounded woman at who came all round. points with people. So both our houses have two blokes and a girl in them? Yeah, and where's that? Well, our house has two blokes and a girl in them. <laughs> it's not that weird at <laughs> maybe all. It's a, maybe it's a, like a client thing. Maybe they only ask for two blokes and a girl. I mean, we've, we've got another girl and a boy coming, but... You can sound like with parents. How was that child? <laughs> I haven't seen it in years. Very well. I don't even know what gender it is. <laughs> um, shall I do the intro now, or shall we? Go on then. Hello, and just... No, I got, I got it wrong already. Just roll with it? Yeah, I know. Well, there we go. I, I, all right. I see that that was clever. I was putting the name of the podcast into our intro. You fucked up, I say just roll with it. Also, the microphone needs to be... In, the iPad needs to be the way around. Well... Oh, now, you, now you can hear us. Sorry, that was my fault. Um, okay, I'll try again. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Just Roll With It podcast with me, Will. And me, Captain Cockwash. I feel that's slightly explicit. Well, it's not untrue. I've, I don't want to know. Anyway, this week, we've changed up a bit, haven't we? We've changed up. Um, As in... Changed up a gear. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, we're in the car right now. And hopefully you can't just hear rumbling and... Uh, not from this beauty of the of the beast. The beast? You like to describe your beast? I call it the beauty. <laughs> it's not exactly a beast, let's face it that way, because it's not fast or angry or... Or nice. It's more like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. It's well, just... No, because Belle's like fit, so... Yeah, I wouldn't call this car fit. Yeah. <laughs> again, I don't think the Disney executives call her... Yeah, what's Belle like? What's, what the characteristics she needs to be? She needs to be fit. Beyond fit. Yeah, what like about that Walt and Walt just sort of goes, yeah. <laughs> fucking right on. Let's get smashed. <laughs> um, you think that was the pitch of the film? They were like... <laughs> Alright, we got an idea for... Beauty, it's called Beauty and the Beast, and it's well done. Oh, right. oh yeah, sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. So we got, we got. Wait, wait, shall, I be, like, uh, shall I be the um, should role play this? I'll be, <laughs> I'll be the um, executive. You'd be Walt Disney. Was, oh well, well no, because it'll be the way around. Because they haven't pitched to Walt Disney. All right, then I'll be Walt Disney then. Oh, we'll go through that amber light. I do maybe. Anyway, go back yeah. to the role play. <laughs> I'll talk about my driving whilst we're in here. It's, it's a very personal thing. Very well. Actually, I can't be asked now, so... Alright. Oh, well, right. today's subject... Today's subject... It's finally. a subject you like to talk about. I like to talk about a lot. Yeah, you know about a lot, know a lot about it. 
cars. It involves cars. Yes. Which yeah. I like as well, but I don't know much about this subject. Well, yeah. I know a lot less about it. Well, I guess we're kind of opposite on this, because I... So we're talking about Formula One, the best moment. I'm glad you said it. There we go. <laughs> and while we both like cars, I, I certainly know a lot more about motorsport. I think Will definitely knows a lot more about... General consumer general. cars. Yeah, exactly. That makes me sound so boring. Oh, well, like is, oh, you're the one who's... Well, consumer cars is my department and, <laughs> and all those fancy racing mobiles that like, oh, do over the speed limit, oh, they're, they're his department. I, I, don't, I don't go out for that kind of fun. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going to say general consumer vehicle, I was going to say just normal cars, but yeah, you're, you're the one who made it sound boring. Yeah, I see, that just proves it. <laughs> um, so Formula One, I love Formula One. Yes, you do. I like it as well. Yes. But I haven't been on it as much as you have. I mean, when was the first time you actually sat down and watched a Formula One race? Can you remember? I cannot remember. But I can remember when I got into it properly was only, honestly, a few years ago. Because it's always something I've liked and I've always sort of had a passing interest in. Skimming over it a bit. And a few years ago, I was just like, I really like this. I'm going to sort of go headfirst into it, immerse myself fully into it. Yeah. And after like a week, I still like it, I'll stick with it, and I was like, mm, I can't stop. I must know more. <laughs> you were addicted, you were I, hooked. I, I was hooked. I love cars, I like it when they go fast, and I like it when they make loud noises, uh, when they're going a, fast. You're a man. That That's is... like the description of, what do men like? Yeah, I mean, you talk a lot about the nuances of the sportsmanship of F1, but really, it's because the cars go fast, and they make yeah. loud noises. Is it bad that I kind of want them to crash as well? Y yes. I, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I, I like a good crash, but... I don't, I don't expect them. I, I don't, don't want, want, want them to crash in that way. Like, I want to expect some people to die or well, anything. Yeah, I don't want anyone to... I, 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 you know, I like to see some drama. Yeah, I don't well, want it to be a boring race of it going around like NASCAR. Every now and then there's a, 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 a good drama event on NASCAR, but Formula One seems to make it a bit more fun. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie, I do like a good crash because it's nice seeing things smashed up, but there's always some, the risk of someone getting hurt, and I don't... Yeah. That's not really why I want to watch the sport. But then again, I also like it when the pit crew don't do it in time or don't do their... Um, so, uh, I was going to say, normally that's pretty good, but earlier this season we had uh, someone uh, get their leg broken in a pit stop. What? You remember this? What? Uh, it was... What was it? It was Kimi Raikkonen. He was coming in for a pit stop. I want to say it was a bar rain. Oh, well, uh, uh -huh. Steering wheel. Oh, steering wheel. <laughs> I broke a hand with the steering wheel. And, uh, yeah, there was... Um, Guy had his sort of leg in the wrong place, or maybe it was just a, a, a guy released Kimmy when he shouldn't have, and uh, he got his he's got his leg run over. Damn. And it was yeah, it was pretty nasty. The guys were right though, but that was that was pretty bad. But onto the subject, I think our, our favourite driver from a purely meme perspective. Oh yeah. Is is the living meme himself? Kimmy the boy Raikkonen. Kimmy the boy Raikkonen. <laughs> Oh, well. Oh, hello, there. I, I, don't, I don't like energy or fun. Or no, racing. I no, I just like to drive my car. The thing is, he's, he's such a great meme. If you look on Reddit, he's just like pure, unadulterated memes. But then you look at his Instagram account, and it's like he's trying to attack that. Like, he's, to be, he's become such a family man. Well, non memeish that, that makes him more of a meme, though. It just makes him more hilarious when you see his Instagram. And he's got, like, a dad Instagram. Like, yeah, his first was... post was him, like... Having that awkward dad dad camera angle of him like sort of it wasn't quite right. You're going, ah, oh, I guess I have Instagram now. I see how I go. Bought one of these smartphones. Uh, not very smart. Uh, yeah, it's very confusing. 
but uh, we'll see how it goes. But like his first, he's better at it now, but his first few posts were just like uh, pictures of the sky going sky. See. Look, it's uh, <laughs> it's sky. But I love Kimi Raikkonen, and he's actually on form this season, doing really well, despite being the oldest driver on the grid. Yeah, he's won it. I thought Alonso was the oldest. Yeah, Alonso's, I want to say, a couple of years younger. But it doesn't matter now anyway, because he's finished. He's exactly. done for. And, uh, as of he's reached time of recording, about a week ago? What, what day is it today? <laughs> 22nd. It was about a week ago he announced he's not going to be in Formula 1 for the next season. It doesn't actually mean he's going to retire. I know, I think they came out a few days later and said he's retiring now. I Really? I don't think they did. I thought, I thought they made I it very not. clear that he's he'd be up for coming back. If things changed, I feel like that's like. I feel it. I, I, it's I, like when you retire and you go, oh no, I'll get a part time job. And let's face it, they either end up dying or getting. <laughs> or getting the co- get well, it's not like he's retiring because he's going into other motorsport. Which yeah, I, I, thing, I, I don't think, think he'll come back. I think well, he will come back to it yeah. and then he'll be like, oh, I'm not as good as I was anymore. I should have just left it. Yeah, I think he's going to stay in motorsport because he's one of the best. Anyway, I need to get fuel. Someone's looking right, at how me. Should I pause? How do I yeah, pause this just thing? press stop. Okay. Okay, I have the ticket. Okay. I just had a thought while you're in there. Go on then. So I'm drinking a cider right now. I'm not drinking. I'm not driving. You're driving. I don't think so. So they say don't drink and drive. Yeah. Now obviously you you are allowed to drink and drive to a certain limit. Two units. Two units. Something like that. Now is there any rule to not drink while driving? Yeah. No, you can't drink at all, whether it really? be alcoholic or not. No. You're not allowed to eat or drink. Really? Yeah. I looked this up when I. Started driving because I thought, oh, it's handy to have a bottle of water, but then is it yeah. actually part of the law? And it's, no, you can't drink. Oh. You can't well, eat. everyone breaks the law then in that case because everyone, why do you think they have cup holders in cars? I know. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I might be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I know, I know you're not allowed to smoke and drive, which seems weird, it's but really weird. whatever. It's steering weird. Mm-hmm. It's steering weird. Steering wheel. So, do you want to describe what we're about to do right now? Uh, yeah, go on. Well, do you want to describe it? Well, Using a lot of adjectives. Using a lot of adjectives. We're about to go in the car wash. <laughs> that wasn't a lot of adjectives. I was going to pick that up. It was a bit it. fewer than I thought. Um, I was going to say as well. Oh, my car's been running like a real pig today. Okay, I left this. I, I seem to be doing a lot less mileage than the counter thing goes down really quick now. I was like, what? That's a bit weird. Especially yours is digital. Mine, mine does that. Mine's called analog, and that's just because it's. Untrustworthy. I think that's untrustworthy though, because I think the bar thing gets stuck. Mm. So it'd be like one minute, it'd be like I'll be gaining mileage because I was driving like so slowly, and suddenly it'll drop. And be like, oh, mm. it's all waking up, dickweed. I don't think you ever actually said what your car is. Can we skip that and go to the next <laughs> question? Being a lover of cars, it's not a great representation that I like cars. Well, we're also students, sort of. And we're allowed to have that's, shitty that's, cars. Well, I don't, well, am I going to get the sympathy vote here? Just like, well, oh. you, you, you'd be forgiven for owning the car that you own. And to uh, us, there are worse cars. Yeah, like a... <clears throat> and it's not like you actually own a bad car, it's just lame. Thanks, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. At least it's not a red Skoda Fabia. I own Ooh. a Skoda Fabia. Is <laughs> it a white A Skoda white Fabia. 66 plate Skoda Fabia. Which, yeah, it's not bad. To us, it's not. It, it's quite a decent car. It's lame. It's not, it's, a Skoda. it's not a Formula One car though. It's not a Formula One car. Oh, wait. Look well, at that. That, yeah. that, was, that was a segue, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to do this from memory then. The first okay. Formula One race was in 1916. 1916. Well, two. whoa, 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 okay. So it's not quite. So 
Formula One, as we know it, became a thing in 1950. Ah, uh, yes, that's, that's the right answer. Um, before that, there was all sorts yeah, of I can do both. I can do general, both. general Grand Prix racing. You're on the right which, line. Which are sort of accounts for lots of different things. And then, and then in 1950, the, the FIA, which is the governing body that does pretty much all motorsport in Europe, and I think other parts of the world, but since Europe are the most into motorsport... You've made my facts look pretty weak now. Um, well, go on then. All right, the first Formula One race was in Le Mans, France, in 1906. That was the first Grand Prix. Well, yes. This is good. It's also because the history of Le Mans is also kind of the history of motorsport. Yeah. So that, that would have been the first official Le Mans race. Which is the first official Grand Prix. This is from Formula so. One's website. Yeah, okay. And the first Fine. European Grand Prix was in 1946 at Silverstone, UK. 1946? Yes, that's the official European. What we know. Oh, right, it's a European Grand Prix. Okay. Uh, the dominators in the early years were Ferrari, Alfa Romeo, and Maserati. That's true. Do you know who drove for. So Alfa Romeo was the, was the great Fangio who won. I know the name. I want to say five titles. Four of them in a row, I, I think. I don't know, I didn't do that much research. <laughs> <laughs> I just did well, some as, 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 He's one of the Formula One greats, that's why people know him. Right. Although a lot of people will say now that, well, this was Alpha had the best car at the time, but mm. this could be said for a lot of Formula One winners, and it's just a bit arsey if you start talking about that. Yeah, you delve way too deep into yeah. how good the driver is compared to the car, and then what the car does. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna. All right, you, I'm gonna challenge you. Okay. I'm gonna challenge you. What's the oldest Formula One team? Oldest Formula One team, be Ferrari. Correct. What year? Well, they would have started when Formula One started. Glad. <laughs> Okay, well, this they're, is they're the only team that have been in the sport the whole time. Correct. Uh, the second. Um, but still going. Yeah, that, that this is only ones that are still in the race today. Oh, McLaren or no, Williams. Oh no, you missed one. That, that third really? and fourth, McLaren then Williams. So. Wait, I'll, I'll give you. Oh a well, no, it's okay. You're going to say Mercedes. Yeah. But I'm not because Mercedes were in in the very early fifties. And then weren't for nearly all of Formula One history. Mm -hmm. And they only started again back in uh, 2010, 2011. Good call. So Mercedes actually started, first of all, in 1954. Mm. Then McLaren came in in 1966. And then Williams came in in 1978, followed by Alfa Romeo Sauber in 1993. Yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't count Mercedes in that. Because Mercedes haven't been there for almost all of No, these are the, history. this thing is the... And neither, it was a weird and neither have Alpha. Neither have that Alpha. Is also, that's the weird count of it, though, because it, it's including the, the partnerships that are still in today. Mm. So Alpha and May have been in there since the beginning, but Alpha and May Sauber have been there since 1993. Well, Sauber, Sauber have been there since 1993. So in terms of teams that are running at the moment and how long they've been running for, Ferrari, obviously, are the big ones. Then it's McLaren. They've been going since 1970. Maybe 1969. What, 66 at first? 66? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, Did you not listen to my facts? I <laughs> slaved no, I over that <laughs> computer. Uh, then, then Williams um, in the 70s. Or was that 69 as well? Wait. 78. Williams oh, 78, 78. Right. And then there, then, then it's weirdly Sauber um, have been going continuously since uh, yeah, 93 or 94. Hmm. Uh, which is odd, seeing as thinking Sauber of all teams is one of the longest ones. But so anyone who doesn't know about Formula One, which is probably most people. So yeah, I don't know what the percentage um, of 
Well, like, that's the thing with the Formula One. It's a big, it's a big global sport, but it's it's still niche compared to like football. Well, yeah, I would say in terms of big sports, it probably just counts as niche, only just. But this sort of fluctuates year by year. I mean, Formula One was not as popular the last few years, and it's coming up again. Um, mm. Probably because the change in ownership. So people, the uninitiated, which again is most people, Formula One, the people who make up the rules for Formula One is the FIA, um, which stands for something in French, Federal International Automobile. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly how it translates. <laughs> it's like a mumble. That like, yeah, that'll do, FIA. And they have the rules for nearly all motorsports in Europe. Mm. I think some other places too, I'm not so sure about that. And F1 as an entity used to be run by Bernie Eccleston. Oh, which good some old people Bernie. might know. No, not good old Bernie. Yeah, well. But I mean, he's kind of it's kind of funny to think about him in some ways. But he was a he was a cunt. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's really no other way of saying it. He was a greedy, nasty man. Look at that big fire truck. Oh, that's a love a good fire truck. Uh, it's got a crane on the back. Yeah, that's a proper one. That's a, like Fireman Sam level. Yeah. Get a bit excited about that. Oh, get me into Ponty Pandy. <laughs> um, all right, shall I go back to my facts now? What do you think? Oh, wait, hang on, I, I don't want to. I feel oh, like so I was saying you... something, but I forgot what it was now. Oh, it says, so, yeah, but um, so Formula One, Bernie sold the rights to Formula One uh, two years ago or three years ago? Two. To... I think it was two because I, I was watching Formula One with you then. Yeah, so they sold it ago. to Liberty Media, which is an American company. Um, which normally Americans doing sports in Europe is, is normally a bad sign, but I I think the uh, Liberty Media done a very good job of the modernising the sport. Yeah, they've changed yeah changed the UI it's on the basic things overlays. that mean a lot. And yeah, but just doing a lot more like fan interaction, getting the fans involved. That's the thing, things that you wouldn't consider part of the race, but yeah. it's stuff that matters and actually builds yeah. it up. Yeah, because Bernie was notorious for just charging money for everything. Oh well, yeah, that's he was he just existed to make money. He was he's an arsehole. It's the Bernie way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Liberty Media have been very good about it. And I, for one, welcome my new overlords. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, a go back to go, go some facts. Yeah. Uh, all right then. So, uh, you know, I've got some spare change in the bank. I think, I think I'm doing pretty well for myself. I'm, I'm thinking of buying a Formula One car. Mm-hmm. How much, on average, do you think a Formula One car costs? Oh, I don't really know. I would say about five million. Uh, no, I would say about five million for the engine. I mean, you were close originally. I know the word. For, I, I've I've heard the term five million banded around a lot when I've, you know, cost of F one cars. But that's cost of development and pieces, all sorts of things. Yeah, that's about five million. Six point eight million. Six point eight million. So only one point eight million out. Bernie's spare change in his back pocket. <laughs> So that that well that 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 means developed cars to run teams in Formula One, which is oh yeah, it costs way more. That's just the car itself. Yeah, there's is like two hundred million, and that's not including it. research as well. Research costs yeah way more. Well, a lot of car, a lot of F1 companies. Oh shit! It's time. That so there's in in the F1 teams. Uh, there's ten teams in F1 at the moment. Sometimes there's been more. Sometimes there's been left Le- left. I'm listening. I'm listening, but I'm also putting in the code so I can wash my car. <laughs> so out, out out of the ten teams, they'll be split into factory teams and customer teams. And what that means, if a factory team 
has a means it'd be like a big company that we all know, a big car company like Mercedes, like Ferrari, or even Alfa Romeo or Renault. Big companies like that are known as factory teams because they can they actually have the funding and everything to make their own cars and develop it and the financial backing. Where customer teams, they're only customer teams in that they buy their their engines from these other factory teams. So normally, the, the rules are not, normally it means that the factory teams are always faster. Right, we're, we're being jizzed on by a giant machine <laughs> at the moment. Pretty much your perfect dream. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm having the car washed right now. I thought it would be a good idea to make it like car related. I've also <laughs> just realized it is quite loud. Yeah, I did tell you this. I so know, yeah. but I really didn't believe it. What, the, the, it was gonna be loud. <laughs> it was gonna be loud. I thought the car would be more like sound insulating. This is the quiet bit too. Yeah. Maybe bit, we should just. This is getting a bit spooky now. Don't put the wipers this, on, hang on. <laughs> uh, there's nothing but white outside. Well, let's pause the Formula One chat for the minute. And we'll just turn it to general terror. We'll just have like a general chat. Something, like something that's throw. Oh shit, it's coming. Oh yeah. Oh dear. This is like the film The Mist. You ever seen that? No, I haven't. It's about mist. No, oh, I wish I would. <laughs> You don't say. <laughs> oh, look at your oh, wing mirrors. No, 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 look at the wing. Ah, they're fine. First time I did this, they just slapped in. <laughs> Is it washing us more? Did you go for the, the deluxe? No, no, cheap. Oh, right. <laughs> I went for the cheapskates one. Do you know why? Because that's it. Oh, really? Yep. It doesn't even wash the car. It doesn't even dry it. It doesn't even dry it. You're going to have to hold this now. Oh, wait. Well, that side. Yeah. Well, they, oh, is it, I mean, it's dry. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's returning to its original position. Because I remember the first time I got this, I was like, yeah, that's it, done. Great. I can't see. It's also <laughs> quite warm in here, so it's steaming up. It's quite sexually frustrated in here. <laughs> I'm going to check the radio. What is? Yeah, okay, it still works. Cool. I'm a happy man. I can't see anything. Yeah, copyright strikes for that. Hey, look! Look what's working again. I know. I know. I came here. I came here earlier. Okay, I'm gonna have to pull over, and wait for a few minutes. <laughs> I can't. I can't see. Yeah, this is gonna mess up the uh, audio again. How's this? Oh, no, you can't win them all. <laughs> oh, wait, are you? Oh, you're going to the car park. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna make it look like we're about to make love. Really? I mean... It's steamy. There's two people in the car and they're sitting at the back of the car park. You know, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes what? You just make me so horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's it for this week. Oh, look, look, look at this. Someone crashed. What? A bit of a bumper come off there. Is that a bit of a bumper? Looks like it. You sure it's not a crisp packet? It might be a crisp packet. <laughs> Do you know what else is like a crisp packet? Formula One car when it crashes. <laughs> Excellent segue. <laughs> well, actually, here's, here's an interesting fact. So, they did used to crumble like crisp packets back when they were made out of steel. Which is what ordinary cars are made of steel today, um, apart from the expensive ones. And as many of you may know, uh, Formula One was the first sort of serious thing to actually popularise carbon fibre. Do you know why I know that? I did a whole dissertation on it for my A-level. <laughs> I got an E. <laughs> Right, well, you're not allowed to talk about this. <laughs> no, I, apparently I know nothing about it. Um, well, I you know passing facts about it. But yeah, in the it was the 
No, and I've said it, I've actually forgotten. It was either the mid-70s or the mid-80s, which is quite a big period of time. It sounds like the 80s, I think it would be. But when they started using carbon fibre. And actually, I think it was only McLaren started doing it, but everyone, everyone else, all the other teams were very sceptical of it. They didn't think it could withstand a crash. And then one of their drivers, I want to say it was like Nigel Mansell or someone. I, I, I don't quote me on that. One of our boys. One of our boys. We'll get along to that in a minute. But he had a big crash, and... The only reason he lived was because he was living because he was living in a carbon fiber car. Because <laughs> he was driving. He a wakes car. up every morning in this cockpit like <laughs> I might as well. This is a sleeping bag, a very expensive sleeping bag. <laughs> but no, they reckon the only reason he survived was because he was in a carbon fiber car. I remember you telling me this before, actually. And then yeah, right after, but all the other teams were like, Ooh, "I suppose it's a good idea," because they're all from Birmingham. <laughs> You know, Pretty every time idea. we bring up that voice, I mean, this is going to get cut out now, but <laughs> every time we bring up that voice, Will's going to hear it go... <laughs> 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 Alright, no Um So, yeah, that's Carbon Fiber. You want another Formula fact one. that I go on. remember? Fact me. <laughs> fact you hard? Or? <laughs> <laughs> um, on average, an F1 driver can experience up to 5G. Is that modern, modern statistics or old ones? I can't actually I remember I believe it's days. modern statistics. It would make sense if it was as well because yeah. the cars are a lot more agile now. Oh, they pull way more. They pull way more Gs these days. They're getting some Gs. Because of the high downfall. It's because of the widest, especially since uh, last year, they changed the regulations again to make much wider tyres, which I think everyone likes because they look good. Mm-hmm. They're actually changing them again in a couple of years to yeah, make the front tyres slightly thinner, but I'm okay with that because they're making the rear tyres even bigger. But they're making the alloys of the cars of next year very big. They are... Chavy big. Chavy, yeah, they do look a Well, all the pictures we've seen so far, they do look somewhat chavy. I'm surprised they don't come with fuzzy dice of, like below the halo. <laughs> uh, Drum and bass is played. We could talk about the halo as well. I don't really want to because... I neither do I. I feel like people everyone... who do want to know about it, know about it now. People who don't yeah. know about it, pff, you know. You I'll, 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 I'll say it quickly. As of this year, that wasn't quick enough. Yeah, they've introduced a safety mechanism over the car, which called the halo, which kind of looks like a flip flop, like a flip flop strap thing. Uh, everyone thinks they look horrible, but yes, they do. They are there for the purpose of safety, which is <sighs> it sucks. No, it's it's fine. Any losers care about safety? I don't want people dying in my sport because we were at, oh, okay. Yeah. So obviously, a lot of people will know about Formula One. It's very dangerous. And in the 70s and 80s, in fact, well, up till the 70s and 80s, um, people died a lot. It was pretty common for people to die, especially in the 70s, like every few races. Maybe a little more than that, but it was very common. When you told me that originally, I really didn't believe that. Yeah, people died. I felt like if that happened today, that would be the sport would be banned immediately. So it was pretty dangerous. It was getting safer and safer, but slowly. And in terms of, so, back to what's sort of about F1 greats. He's a great. Arguably, but almost not arguably, the greatest F1 driver ever was Ayrton Senna. Yeah. Who won four world championships in the late 80s and early 90s. I think there's always a rivalry between, it's Ayrton Senna, well, it's James set, Hunt, well, no, 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 Nicky no, Lauder. No, no, not James Hunt. J- James Hunt was a good driver, but he wasn't really up there for the best ever. Nicky Lauder then. Nicky Lauda, yeah, he was up there. And Michael Schumacher. Uh, um, dad, um, yes. Okay. Yeah, you can't really say Michael Schumacher is not one of the best ever. Because the man holds records. He, he, he holds almost every single record in the book. 
And who's going after it now? Is it Hamilton? That's Hamilton is probably well. Hamilton's broken some of his some of the big records. He's got the most pole positions ever. And he's probably got some very obscure records as well. Um, the big one will be well. Obviously, the biggest one is the most world championships, of which Michael Schumacher has seven. Which is pretty unbeatable, to be honest. How many does Hamilton have then? Hamilton is four. Uh, he's um, got a long way to go then. Sebastian Vettel has four. They're in this this season. They're battling for their fifth. Well, they're battling each other for a fifth, and it's a pretty good battle so far. I'm very excited for it. But it doesn't. Again, well, most world champions doesn't always mean they're the best drivers because a lot of people will say the best driver on the grid at the moment is uh, Fernando Alonso. And he only has two world championships. Yeah. But there's all sorts of reasons why he doesn't have one, mainly because his bad career decisions. I would also say that Andy Raikkonen is also a very good driver. Yes. Because he's, well, he's much older than everyone else, and he's still he's got more um, podiums than Vettel. I, I don't know if he... I, I imagine he probably does. He does. He's got... Is it eight, I think? Hamilton's oh, wait, got oh, oh, you mean this season? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he is. He just. I think he's probably got the record for the most consecutive podiums or something like that. So for actually, no. Age, actually, no. I, I imagine Schumacher has that. But yeah, yeah. Kimmy's Kimmy's good. Uh, he could be better, which is almost the frustrating thing about Kimmy. I don't know if he wasn't so drunk all the time. He, he probably, <laughs> probably have won a few more championships. What was that story you you told me the other day? What was um? Oh yeah, apparently. So Kimmy actually put out a book last week. He's about his biography. Wow. Which seems like a... <laughs> my story. Wow, wow. My story is, is very exciting. <laughs> I've got all kind of crazy things. Wow. Like, in, like sitting with my children. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. Yeah, apparently in the, the 2012 Spanish Grand Prix, he had, like, he had spent 16 days before, or 12 days before, partying with some Saudi princes, constantly drunk. Turned up to the race and got third place. That's impressive. And that, that, that was a well, that was a kind of a shenanigans race because Pastor Maldonado won. The man who is known for not driving the car but crashing it. Well, that's, put, that's putting it lightly. But we used to call him Crash Door Maldonado. He was kind of hilarious. He, he became again a sort of another living joke because it was almost guaranteed that he would crash. Like by the end of his career, he's not in it anymore because. He crashed too much. It's basically it's not yeah. cost effective for the team. No, it's better to not have him in and have a like a car that's not moving <laughs> than to have him in the race. Yeah. <laughs> Points wise, we're looking at a zero. It's like not taking you out at all. Yeah, I mean, towards the end of the career, when he crashed, people just laughed. It wasn't like, oh, oh he's crashed. It was like, oh, oh, look, Pastor crashed again. <laughs> we're in for a good race. That's then. a surprise. A mantle which Mr. Grosjean has kind of taken over. Not as much. Roman Grosjean. He's, he's getting there. He's not quite as crashy, but he is quite crashy. Everyone's yeah. French. A French F1 driver who also released a cookery book recently. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's quite cute. He released a cookery book with his wife. But he I've, does love to crash. I have another Kimi Räikkönen fact. Go on. So, when Kimi's, I think it was his first child, was born, he was so scared about the child's safety and touching the child as well, like picking it up that he just sat by the child's oh, bedside. Oh, yes, I read this. Yes, it was in the, there was a good Reddit post the other day that basically summed up all the best parts of Kimmy's biography. Oh, it's really? Like, Maybe uh, that's what I read then. I think it was, yeah, into like a bullet point. Yes, that, yeah, probably it. Yeah, it's, it's weird because I think, I mean, maybe you can tell by our impression of it that 
he, he sort of told her how long I was making it. I don't care. I don't care. Just, well, just, just well, tell me. Well, you well, said, uh, you've had a baby. Uh, That's very interesting. I, I don't know. I don't think of him being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, he's not really like that. He, he would just say, I, I don't I, care. I don't care. I, I don't really care. I don't want to know. But it's your child. I don't care. I, I, I'm not interested it's, in it's that. It's definitely not mine. I've never had sex before in my life. <laughs> but I, no, nor do I want to. <laughs> Apparently, away from the cameras, he's a bit of a party animal. So, which I'd love to see. I, I don't know why he hides it. There, there, there's a couple of pictures around of him just like absolutely smashed at a few clubs. I'd love to it's see pretty, that. It's pretty funny. There was a video of him on Instagram today. I think it was like someone was interviewing him, and they're like, "Oh yeah, but Alonso's not as good as you." And he just sort of like nods, like, "Yeah, oh, okay." <laughs> but um, you made the funny good. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very interesting. <laughs> um. I don't think we can go through F1 though without talking about Michael Schumacher and the, his. Oh yeah, accident. I was talking about all of the. Well, I was talking about all the greats oh, yeah, and about sorry, the yeah, we'll so the safety to. thing. Um, Ayrton Senna, probably the greatest F1 driver of all the time. He didn't die, did he? Like in um, in the race. Um, yes, he did. Did he? How did he die? I, 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 you know, now you say it, I can't remember if it was in a race or if it was in qualifying or the practice. But it was in, in Formula One. He died. I think it might have been qualified. It was in Formula One in a Formula One car at Imola in 1994. And how did he die? Or do you remember how he died? Uh, well, yeah, he came off a turn too fast, crashed into a wall. Well, yeah, there were some people that would say that his car fell on him, but we're not going to get into that because it's just silly. But yeah, he was. Um, he's the last person to die directly in Formula One, really. And yeah. I say that kind of because a few years ago, Jules Bianchi. Um, died after succumbing to his injuries a year after they happened. So he didn't. He, he is the last F1 driver to die, but he didn't really die in an F1 race. But he definitely died as a result of F1, which is also part of the reason we have the halo now. Is because of his accident. Yeah. But basically, after Ayrton Senna's death, a huge amount was done to change the safety and made it a lot better. Which is why you know people don't die every day. It's why it's unusual to see people dying in F1. Which is good. Well, not just That's unusual, just it's almost impossible. Which is good. Um, so, yeah, I guess we could talk to Schumacher. Michael yeah. Schumacher, yeah. Most record-breaking driver of all time. And unfortunately, how many years ago was it? Five years ago? Yeah, it must be now. Because I think it was on the final series what? of Top Gear that they wished him the best recovery. So five years ago. Oh, your 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 definition of the final the final the final year there. The, after, after that, Top Gear didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a weird, blurred, drunk evening that occurred with Matt LeBlanc. Um. Yeah, it was he. It was skiing down a hill or down a mountain. Uh, yeah, but this was a skiing accident. Is all I know about it really. And unfortunately, he came off. He, we lost control, and he went tumbling down the mountain. Yeah, he's not well. He's in a coma. He's, he's not he's, dead. He's out of the coma, I think. I, I don't know at all. The the family have been very quiet about it. I feel like it's a good thing and a bad thing. I, yeah, I don't want to speculate because no, no. it's hard. That's, the, that's why it's good that they're doing that, but also that's the thing, it causes speculation mm. if you don't talk about it. So. But, yeah, best of luck to you, Becca. I, yeah. I don't want to see him, you know, get comed or die, really, because, you know... Whether or not you think he's the best ever, he's certainly <laughs> one of the best ever. Yeah. Um, regardless, I mean, because he, he won seven world championships, or um, five of them with Ferrari, two of them with Benetton. 
I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, he won two at Benetton in the mid-90s and then the five with Ferrari from 2000 to 2004, all in a row, which spectators didn't like at all because, well, they called him the Schumacher years because basically the racing was very stale and boring. Not It wasn't because Schumacher won every race, it was just because the regulations at the time were kind of just shit. Was that when the era was going nuts? Uh, yeah, well, no, the era actually went nuts a bit later on, but it was they had, they had like grooves in the tyres to deliberately slow them down and... Hmm. It was really hard to overtake. It was it was very boring to watch. They fixed that a few letters on, um, a few letters on, a few years later. On. It's your your monologue, man. <laughs> Don't look at me for advice. Um, but then, then then yeah, then we had Aero Wars. People called it. It was like the late two thousands. Um, all the teams got more and more bizarre ideas to increase the downforce in their cars. They did look fun. They did look yeah. They look they look cool. But if you want to see some wacky looking F one cars, look at. Yeah, like 2008, 2007, 2008 era yeah. F1 cars. My favourite one was the BMW Sauber from 2008. Oh, I remember you showing that. That was bonkers, that car. Uh, right, well... And then after that, they changed the regulations. They are like, all right, everyone, everyone seems to have to stop this nonsense. Um, there's like a limit on how much air you can put in the car, which makes it better because it means that people can overtake better, but... It creates a quality. It creates, yeah. I mean, there's it's going the other way again at the moment, but they're... The regulations next year should change that. Yeah. But there's a lot we can get into that. Anyway, it's hot in this car. Yes, it is. Um, we'll be back with you shortly. Yeah, well, well, we won't. Uh, we'll be back with you instantly, but... After this short advertisement. Welcome back after that brief advertisement. Yes. For... I don't know what it's going to be. Um, monkey wrenches. Stalin flavoured washing detergent. <laughs> Right. <laughs> the communist wait, wait, wait. washing powder that won't give up. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. We were talking about Formula One. Yes, I think we were last speaking about Michael Schumacher, so that was sort of the end of a point, really. Well, you got any more interesting facts? No, I don't. <laughs> I can just ramble about yeah, you, any old shit. You riff. Ooh, what to riff about. <laughs> riff the, 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 what about the, the, the greats of Formula One? I was going to say, try and talk about something in Formula One that I can talk about as well, rather than just like, look at me for like... A few nods every now and then. <laughs> um, I feel I've well. It's been a while since we've had recently in Formula One. I, uh, it's just been domination by one particular team, which has been kind of annoying. So the last four years, Mercedes have, run, have won all of them, and then Ferrari have been very close to that. Ferrari, well, not all the time. First two years, first three years of Mercedes domination. It was utter domination. The only battle, the only the only thing that would it was basically because most of that time it was Lewis Hamilton and Nico Rosberg, hmm. and for all of that time it was like, well, which one of them's going to win? Yeah, it was sure. never can someone else win the race. Doesn't mean other people didn't win the races because of you know shenanigans happened and all sorts. But make it sound like wacky races. Well, sometimes yeah. it was. There's a Formula One race I'd like to get into. That's the one I've been constantly <laughs> watching. There was, I think, it was Spain. Spain 2016 I think it was Spain um, when Hamilton and Rosberg crashed into each other on the second turn um, that was Verstappen Mr. Max Verstappen's your favourite driver yeah the frog boy the, the little frog boy the little frog boy Max Verstappen my favourite driver at the moment is probably Daniel Ricciardo yours is Max Verstappen mine's Max Verstappen or Kimi Raikkonen I think Yeah, they're the only two I 
I, if I want if I want to root for one person or either of them, there will be them because Max Verstappen is young, and I think he could do he could he could win a championship if he really didn't. I, I think he's got plenty of time to win a championship. No, pro- I can't will. wait. And probably will at some point. And now he's in the right position when Ricardo has just left and gone to Renault. Yeah. So he's now got who, who's um is it Gasly? It's Pierre Gasly. So Gasly's his second man. So this yeah, is so now, he's now, heading yeah. Red Bull. Yeah. So. Our, our favourite two drivers used to be in the same team together and a couple of weeks ago Mr Ricardo, my favourite racer announced he's going to switch to Renault which is a slower team in theory but next year they might not be and there's a lot of reasons for that but we won't get into them because it'll be a lot of talk about only people who, <laughs> who are into F1 will really know what yeah. I'm all about I mean you can give a brief overview really it's just that they're chain- the Red Bull are changing engines and it's going to be a couple of years a bit of up and down yeah and Renault have been on the up for the last few years so, and look pretty promising. That's the basic overview. Yeah. But I'm well, sure there's more to it as well. It gets into another thing. Um, at the moment, this current season has been... It's been a pretty good season with lots of good races, but uh, a lot of people say it's kind of split in two. A lot of people call it Formula A and Formula B. Yeah, I can see why. the top three teams, which is at the moment is Mercedes, Ferrari and Red Bull, are so much faster mm. than all the other teams. What's the gap between the cars usually? It's, it's like... normally like tw- over 20 seconds by yeah. the end of the race, which is huge. And then there's Stoffel van Dorn at the back with a good three hours oh, behind him. And... Stoffel van Dorn, just leaving the pits now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be out there in a few minutes. Yeah. Hello, it's me, Stoffel van Dorn, also known as the Swedish chef. <laughs> he's not Swedish at all, he's, he's how, Belgium. But... How are your tyres doing? <laughs> 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 just tell us your tyres <laughs> if you split like the current season up into two bits Formula A and Formula B Formula B is quite interesting to watch because they have lots of different theoretical winners They're basically whoever wins fourth place I was going to say who's best at the minute in Formula B then oh, not, not, form, um, not fourth place B. so there's the top the top three teams have six drivers because they each have two, two drivers each yeah but then there'll be the fourth so, team, so... Yeah. Um, who's top at the moment? Either Renault, Renault or Haas or McLaren. Yeah. The thing is, they're all... It, that, that's why it's good at the moment, because it's, it's pretty mixed up. Yeah, I, I'd say McLaren's worse, though, because of Van Dorn. Not that it's his well, fault. Well, yeah, I don't think it is Van Dorn's fault. He's had lots of pretty bad luck, and his car was a dog. And then when the last few races, they fixed it, and he's been doing pretty well. Yeah, so obviously something has gone really wrong, and he's just... Yeah. I don't know, was it uh, Alonso actually drove his car? I said this the other day, didn't I? Yeah. That, and they, he, yeah, he drove Van Dorn's car and went, yeah, this thing is a piece of crap. Yeah. What, this needs to be fixed now. I think it was like a chassis problem. Yeah. So Alonso was Van Dorn's teammate. With McLaren, and a lot of people know who McLaren are. Um, they're a car company. They're a big car company. Mm. Not, they're not actually a factory team because um, they buy their engines from Renault. Oh. Um, I thought Which is odd. Well, no, because McLaren car company don't make their own engines either. Don't they? I don't think McLaren... I, I, I say that, and I, I've just realised I'm peeking out my arse, but I'm fairly sure they they used to buy them from Mercedes. Yeah, I know that's true. Um, I, don't, I think they do it in-house now. When you listen to the car as well, it doesn't sound like... It's not like... And when you open the bonnet as well, I'm sure it doesn't say well, a, another badge. I mean, who would they choose? Mercedes. Apart from Mercedes, but I feel like it wouldn't... When you look at car companies, so you look at... Okay, this is going down my route now. Yeah. So you look at Tesla. 
Yeah. Tesla are a car company who make their own engines. Well, it's, it's, it's not like engine. anyone else can make their own. But they like, take so. bits from other cars. So the stalks yeah. on the indicators are from Mercedes. Right. The same goes for Aston Martin. They use the same infotainment system as an old Mercedes. Literally the same. The actual input's the same in the UI. Well, this, this, this is very true in, in, in F1. Like, a lot of the special components will be brought from other companies, even if they're not the same companies they brought their engines from. That was good. That was a good little search. Can I... If that makes sense. No, you, the way you went back to it was just that uh, impressive. <laughs> Wait, is that impressive if you, if you, if you talk about it now? <laughs> uh, Sorry. <laughs> well, for example, so there's the, the engine suppliers are Ferrari, Mercedes, Renault, and Honda. Now, Honda don't have their own team in F1, but they do supply engines. Thank God. Well, yeah, Honda, that's, that's Honda have been... Debate. I mean... The best, the most successful F1 car ever was... Honda McLaren. Yeah, it was a Honda McLaren. When I was driving last night on Forza 7. Forza 7. Um, which we're going to go play in a minute. Oh, we, we know. Yeah, because we both bought it the other day and we love it. Not after <laughs> I put my washing on. Oh. oh <laughs> it shows I'm an adult now. Um, we'll have the fun first and then play Forza 7. <laughs> but yeah, that car in the season, I think won all but one race. And in that one race, it's because... Senna and Prost crashed into each well crashed into each other a lot of people will say that Senna deliberately crashed into Prost so that he would win but if it wasn't for that they would have won every single race that season so do you and think that was a Honda Power but that was also 30 years ago so I was going to say so <laughs> the old I know you love the classic Formula 1 cars I well it depends how close. I like anything pre-1970 uh, pre I think they just look great so if no, you, almost no matter what if you had to choose then so say next season that the whole slate was cleaned and you could choose any car that would be on there, what would you choose? Well, what what well, year of car would you choose? Oh, right, for, for everyone to drive. Yeah, what model, like, yeah. Aesthetics-wise. Or well, just, just the car you, you'd choose. I, that's quite a hard one, actually. Cause I'd choose that McLaren MP4, that... Um, so that's like 88, 89, yeah, yeah, that sort of era. I love that car. Yeah, all the cars are pretty good back then. Um, I do actually like the early 2000s era. I don't know, I say late 90s era, because early 2000 was a bit mere. But the late 90s looked great, back when Mika Hakkinen, again, one of the F1 greats, won two, mm. two world championships. Everyone's favourite, Finn. Oh, excuse very, me. very fast. Uh, no, not, not favourite, and then loser. <laughs> I'm the favourite. <laughs> we don't know who you are. Moi. <laughs> um, I, loved, I loved the way those cars looked back then. In fact, through the 90s, they all looked, they all looked pretty great. You are surprised you wouldn't go for a 50s one. Because um, that's, well, that's what you were using last night in 4 to 7, and it did look good. Um, Was it from the it wasn't for the 50s, it was from the 60s. Yeah, sorry. The cars from the late 60s, uh, some of the, the old Lotuses back then, the 68 Lotus, so good. So, I'm yeah, really like, into that. It's a shame Lotus aren't in it anymore. Yeah. But then, he, as a car company, Lotus has been on the down. Yeah, these Lotus always do well whenever they're in F1. They're not always in it, but whenever they've come in... They've always done well. That's the thing, they need the financial backing. You, know, you look at Catrum, who went in at 20... Yeah, they were in it it, up until fairly recently. Yeah. Or Someone, relatively recently. Anyway. I, had a, I think I followed Top Gear on Instagram, I think it was them that did it, and they went to the Catrum factory, mm. the, form, the Formula One division, and everything is still there, but it's just dormant. Yeah. So with all the like paintings are up and everything's there. Yeah, it's, it's interesting you say that with the funding with Lotus, because the Lotus' last season... 2015 or oh, the last their last go at F1 yeah. finished in, in 2015 I want to say 
yeah, it did because then Renault took over the team afterwards. Um, yeah, that season they they couldn't go to some of the races and they couldn't do some of the practice because of funding. They were like, we don't actually have the budget to race, which is sad. Budget, it was really sad because they they had a really good car that yeah. year. It, it's it's amazing because it, it sort of shows the technical, well not the technical, just the the potential of how good those engineers and how good the team was working. Hmm. Was that even with such low funding, they got podiums that year? They I wouldn't call them a very technical team. Like when you look at McLaren, it's all very scientific and it's all very <laughs> it's cutting all edge. As I think of Lotus <laughs> and I think two blokes, like two Dorset blokes in a shed going, "She's just about ready." As soon as we put the soul in, she'll be there. <laughs> no, they're not Dorset. They're from like uh, they're from like East Anglia. I think of them like medieval people. They don't call it the engine. They're like Mad Max kind of people. They call it the soul. <laughs> Where have you put the blood in? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, they kind of, but they, they did really well. Also, Lotus, in the, the 78 Lotus, one of my favourite cars. Probably my favourite car from the 70s. Was that the one with the engine, the exhaust were up at the top? So um, the back of the car, they were facing upwards. I'm not really sure where the exhaust were, but they, they're the ones that kind of invented downfall. Well, not invented, <laughs> that's not right. Invented downforce. They invented the, um, or invented, discovered the, I've forgotten what the word is. Drag, no, it's basically when you use your floor to create downforce. Diffuser. No, I, I completely forgotten the word is. Oh, low pressure, like a low pressure. Uh, I could, I can't no, that's part of it. I know. Um, it's, it's, it, but they had skirts at the side of their board because they, they they found it by accident in typical blokes who work in a shed oh, fashion. This thing seems to work. They they accidentally <laughs> found out that uh, this amazing invention that changed aero forever. And that, that car was amazing. That, I think that car dominated that season just because of it. I forgot to... Um, uh, we, we can reflect on one thing from Formula One, which is kind of ignored. The mm-hmm. jet-powered Formula One car. Do you know about this? The, do you mean the Brabham fan car? I can't remember. All I remember seeing was this documentary and this jet-powered Formula One car going around the track. Like, why the fuck is this not real? <laughs> I, I, don't know if you, I don't know if this is just... There might just be some other thing. One of the uh, big controversial cars, there have been a few controversial cars that have been sort of banned for various reasons. One of them was the Brabham fan car, back in the late 80s. 80s? Yeah, it must have been the late 80s. Sounds like the time and, um, it was recorded, I was watching. They, so it was Alfa Romeo? Well, it was Brabham, but I think Team Bo Alfa or something. And they had put, it was, it was basically a jet engine on the back of their car. Hmm. And the way they got around it in the regulations was that they said it was a cooling unit. It's basically a giant, <laughs> a giant fan on the back of the car. It, 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 it looks like a jet engine, and it kind of had the same effect. I mean, it, it did not function like a jet engine, but it, it had the same effect. Yeah, it provided propulsion in sorts, didn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I think they, they, they disguised it by putting a bin lid over the back of it. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That is the one. <laughs> uh, and that got, that got banned immediately. Oh. Not and because everyone processed, including one of the drivers, which was Nicky Lauda. Oh, really? Nicky Lauda drove at the time. I think it, I, well, I'm fairly sure it was Nicky Lauda anyway. I might be wrong, um, but he was just like, "No, this is not fair at all. This is absolutely incorrect. So this is not fair. This is we have bent of rules, no." And hmm. <laughs> that was basically that. Did um did actually compete in a race then? I think it might have competed in one race. Or maybe one free practice and just destroyed everyone else. I was going to say, did it do well? It did very, very well. Oh, I imagine if that was real, it actually happened, though. I, I would quite like to see unregulated motorsports. It's very hard to do it because 
you would if you had unregulated motorsports, sports you would just get one team that's so much better than everyone else it would be like taking it would be like having an Olympics where everyone could take all the drugs they wanted yeah mind you if everyone if you just get a complete free reign I don't know Usain Bolt would I would, I would, I would, I would watch that it, it would either be amazing or very boring because one team would just dominate but I would quite like to see what happen on unregulated yeah. motorsport it's Maybe like who do. can like here, here's the trash for the season yeah. whatever team wants to do it make a vehicle that can go around so it has to be a ground vehicle so it has to touch the ground in some way <laughs> no hover vehicles <laughs> um, yeah it has to touch the ground in some way well, it has to have a wheel on the ground let's say or not even that yeah fuck it hover cars, hover cars. why not <laughs> And just, has just, to just say who can make the fastest thing to go around these tracks has to have oh, a driver and you have to yes because yes. you can make really fast cars with robots because they've done that already they, they showed a concept of it yeah well, I don't this, know if they've done it they've, they've done the concept yeah. it's like this weird disc thing it was like take the Formula 1 car and I actually think they took the rear spoiler off or they've either made it really low and where the cockpit is and the air intake for the engine is just completely flat mm. So weird. It's like looking at an RC car. Yeah, we, we met a guy who was part of that design. Did we? Remember that guy who came in to uni last year? He worked on some of the advertising for that. The only guy I remember coming to our uni was the guy from Tangerine, because I chatted with him for hours. Tangerine? Yeah. Tangerine? Tangerine, the guy... Um, Size of a tangerine. Something Foster. <laughs> the, what was his name? Is it Norman Foster? No, it wasn't Norman... No, Norman, Norman Foster didn't come to... What was his name? It was one of the original, it was Johnny Ive's partner from Tangerine. And Johnny Ive left and went to go uh, to IBM. It was IBM. And he stayed. And he stayed at Tangerine. He came in. I remember that. Really? I don't remember that at all. It might have been right at the beginning of this year. Or right at the beginning of last year. I don't remember that at all. Anyway. Any, anyway. <laughs> segment. A segue, sorry. Yeah. There have been a few controversial cars. Um... One of the most recent ones would probably be the 2009 World Champion, well, Championship, won by our man Jensen Button. Jensen Button. Um, he doesn't sound like that because he's no. British. <laughs> Every time I think of it, though, it's just some little guy going, yeah. Yeah. Daniel Ricciardo, my friend Jensen Button. <laughs> he's a fast fucking driver. Which is a point because the Brits are really good at motorsport. We have yeah. the most World Championships. We have the most World Champions. Germans are pretty good too, but they're not as good as us. Is that Which because, is going back to the one of the five facts I've said, because we started the original European Grand Prix? Well, well not really. I mean, because the French are... Is re- France is really the home of motorsport. Yeah, but they're too busy eating garlic and... <laughs> but they are quite good at it. I mean, the most famous race in the world is Le Mans. Yeah. Um, even more so than any F1 race, really. But then... well, maybe Monaco. But no, even... I would say... See, yeah, what were you saying... I would say Le Mans probably more famous than Monaco. Uh, I say it's not much in it, but I'd say it probably is. Depends what where you stand from. From a racing fan point of view, Le Mans. From a general bystander, well, that's, if I that's, asked that's my mum, she would say Monaco probably. You think? Yeah, I think she said. Uh, I'd ask her to name one track. She'll probably go Monaco or Silverstone. Or in one racing event. If, yeah. you say, if you ask the general populace, what is a racing event? Name me one your first racing track from Formula One that comes into your mind, or yeah, racing. Well, no, I, wait, I wouldn't even say. I would say just motorsport because motorsport is a niche sport. Even F One, the biggest motorsport, is like we said earlier, is, is slightly niche. Mm. It could easily be mainstream if it got a little bit bigger, but 
Yeah, I think they'd say Formula One, uh, and say name the track that you'd know. Even even without saying F one, if someone said, "What is the biggest like, name? Name a famous race with motor cars." I think I would say most people would say, "I know." I spin where it is. If you're in America, they'd probably say the Indy five hundred. Indy five hundred, where every Indy car turned left, <laughs> and then a swift left, <laughs> and it writes, "Get out, <laughs> get out of my house." <laughs> Well, that, I mean, that is the reason they call those three races the Triple Crown, because they're the most famous race in the world. The Indy 500, Le Mans, and Monaco. Who's going for it? Our boy, Fernando Alonso. No, he's not our boy, but... Well, he's not our boy, but... He's not our favourite driver, Nora, one of us, but... He's one of my favourite drivers. He's a boy. Everyone, everyone likes Fernando Alonso. Yeah. Um, I do see, every time I think of him, I don't see him in the McLaren, I see him in that blue and yellow Renault. That bright blue, stupidly blue <laughs> and yellow yeah. Renault. You're not even after all those years at Ferrari. Yeah. Well, years of disappointment at that Ferrari. That was the first time, actually, I bought... I'm, oh, God, that's brought a flashback. The first time I knew about Formula One was when I was four, and I went to Spain with my dad, and I bought a little toy car version of that... Or a little model, actually, of that Formula One car, the Alonso Formula One car with his helmet. What, when you were four? Yeah. I remember that so vividly. I was five, and I was five. Yeah, yeah, you must have been older than that. Wait, when were you, when were you born? 1998. Jesus Christ. I'm a useful little boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, he must have been a bit older than that, but... I was young. That was the first trip I so went on. So he won in 2005 and 2006. Oh, Those so... Those were his championship years. I mean, you could have... Did you write for Renault before that? I can't remember, but... Oh, maybe, maybe yeah, you might be right. Maybe I was seven. Yeah. But yeah, that was the first time I remember recognising it. I liked that the late 2000s is a good period of F1 to watch because there's lots of different winners. Because again, like we said earlier, Michael Schumacher won from 2000 to 2004, all of them. Mm. And then 2005, again, this is why a lot of people like Alonso, because he was like the one that beat Schumacher. He was, yeah. the, he was the guy that took down the Red Baron. That's sort of the way a lot of people put it. And it's true, that he was the one guy who managed to beat him. So then Alonso won twice in a row. And then 2007, Kimi Räikkönen won. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was, I'm here, even, even if you look at his celebration after he wins the world championship the entire reason he's there he's like oh god he's sort of puts his hands up and it's like yes hi I'm very happy and um, can I go now you know I you can you to like, celebrate now yeah. he's like Alonso celebration he's like shouting and waving his arms about yeah yes this is very good indeed and then the after that Lewis Hamilton won his first one anyway oh, hey hey guys Oh, Lewis Hamilton. That is the Lewis Hamilton is definitely going to be down as one of the best F one drivers ever. I, I just don't love him. I, d- I don't love him either. I think he's a he's a bit annoying, but just he, he is undeniably brilliant at driving. Because yeah. I don't think a lot. Of, I don't. I don't think anyone's ever done this. His first year in F one was two thousand and seven, mm. and he almost won the championship. He lost by one point. It's heartbreaking. He could have been the, the rookie. I mean, yes, it, yes, he's the first rookie that's... Sort of, well, he's not the first rookie, but he's, he's a rookie that came in with a team that could win a championship, with McLaren at the time, which doesn't really happen. But he was also sort of basically nurtured by McLaren mm. his entire life, which is why it pissed him off so much when he left. But you can understand why he did, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, he, he, yeah he, his first year at F1, he almost won the World Championship. That's crazy. That doesn't happen. That's just maybe it's because his personality I don't agree with. I don't agree with his personality either. But he's not. It's just we're talking about racing here, and he is so good at racing. I know. I just don't, 
see, I don't know, it's just something, when I think of Alonso, I think, yeah, he's a great driver, Schumacher, a great driver, when I hear about Hamilton, it's like, yeah, he's, just, yeah, he's a good driver. I think it's, like we don't, we, it's, it's hard to see these days, because he's in Mercedes, you know, he's always at the front. And he's very and current as well, you always appreciate after they're gone. Yeah, and it is, so it's, you don't, but when, whenever you do, there's a few times the last few years where, like, he's been shunted <coughs> to the back of the grid because someone's crashed or, and I'll get a grid pace penalty or something. And he just goes through that pack like they're nothing. Yes, he has a very fast car, but mm. it takes more than that, and he just makes it look so easy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so after Hamilton won, it was yeah Jensen Button in two thousand nine, yeah. which was yeah what we talked about shenanigan cars because so he was in Braun in two thousand nine. Oh, that car. That car, I like that car a lot, but it, some people call shenanigans on it because Braun discovered again they made a, sort of a new discovery with F one. Uh, was it called the, the blown diffuser or the double diffuser they're two different things and it was one of them that basically Braun discovered this amazing thing mm, right. that. Uh, the diffuser they could put at the back of the car which just made it way faster Yeah, and it's, it's, it's not like they were cheating at all they did a really impressive bit of research and it's a really good bit of technology mm-hmm. and part of F1 is about having the best technology and Braun did it it's of course the, the, the team run by Ross Braun who was a big person in F1 won quite a lot back in the day had his own teams and then the Braun team turned into Mercedes the year after this is when Mercedes made their comeback they brought uh, Braun that's why we don't see Braun um, nowadays because it was just Mercedes but yeah and that, that car dominated that entire season mm. um, so yeah some people will say like, oh Jensen only won because he was in a crazy good car which maybe but you know like you said earlier you don't you don't, you don't a world championship by accident same thing with Vettel so yeah. the two current drivers at the moment is, it's Vettel versus Hamilton I guess we're talking about Hamilton so if you said like you're not, you're not, you're not you don't feel involved in Hamilton's racing compared to Vettel really well, yeah it's like out of those two Hamilton's a lot more well actually no no I, I, that's unfair on Vettel when Vettel I gets all angry and pissed off he's a really good racer yeah, and you can sense the passion. When he crashed out, was at the last race, and he was slapping his hands against yeah. the wheel. Yeah, a, a few races ago. But you could just sense, that's when I, I like that, because you can see the passion. I feel like Hamilton, when, when he wins, he wins so easily that there's like, oh yeah, I had a great day, guys, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, it's not like, the, uh, the like if Alonso won uh, this Sunday, he'd be fucking apeshit. He'll be jumping yeah. up, he'd probably jump off the um, yeah. the podium well, onto the crowd. That's kind of been a joke for a long time, is that F1, there's a bunch of F1 drivers who just sort of... Even back... <laughs> even, I, I was watching, it was like a, it was like a Fly and Laurie... Fly? Fly and Laurie sketch from like the late 90s. Mm. And they were, they were making the joke then too. Oh, was that the one where it's an interviewee? Yeah. Yeah, I he love it. Oh, so you just won the... Uh, you just won the race and, and then there's like the... I don't know who's pretending to be. It's like a race driver. Well, we had a, had a lot of problems. Stephen Fry's doing the interview. He's talking to Hugh Laurie, who's oh, pretending right. to be the F1 driver. And he's going, so you just won the race. How do you feel? He goes, well, we had a lot of problems. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we, it was uh, quite hard. He goes, yeah, but you just won. You must feel pretty good. Like, oh, yes, that's good. But uh, we did have a lot of problems. <laughs> and, uh, the joke is that they can't... But you won! Yeah. <laughs> yes. Kimmy's like that. Like, he hasn't won in a while, but he, he comes second or third almost on a weekly basis yeah and whenever they're like oh Kimmy second place he goes oh you know it's next week we, we had a bad strategy and uh, you know we could have done better it's okay but you know, we could have done better you know that's why I like Daniel Ricciardo 
Because yeah. Daniel Ricciardo is a fucking racing driver. He actually yeah. cares when he wins. He, that, I mean, there's, I saw a video. It was like um, he put a video on Instagram. Um, it was about this time last year. He won third place in something, in one of the races, and it's like a time lapse of his dressing room, and he's going nuts. He loves the fact that he won third place. That's the thing. That's why I love to see that raw passion, which yeah, you don't see. He even really though likes it. There's like the level of where there's raw passion, yeah, and then there's Kimi Raikkonen, <laughs> which is this thing. There's like absolutely no passion, and it's, well, it's I funny. Th- th- I think they're real. I think it's because. It's, I think it might be a, a Finnish thing. It's because, shrouded in all this Finnish culture. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because Bottas, the other Finnish driver they're good at the moment, is, is also like that, and yeah. I think it's more a Finnish thing than like. Mika Hakkinen like that as well. He was a little bit like that. He wasn't as much. He he was quite funny. It was a Finnish thing. But he was he was quite reserved okay. about the whole thing too. I have two things to talk about before we end this then, because right. we've been going for a while now. Okay. It's probably our longest run yet. We're only, we're only third one in. Yeah. Um, so Formula E. And so it's like something quick to go over. And then the second... Well, the There's last nothing quick about Formula E. Ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> see a couple of drivers just cry. <laughs> and then um, the guy... I think this never gets talked about really on podcasts or anything. The guy that draws all the changes to the cars. I never remember his name. I can't remember his name either, but he's an amazing... We could talk about him. I don't there's not to talk about. It's not a lot of the short things, but I think it's sort of good to wrap his up. His name's uh, Giorgio... Piazza or Piazza or and he's as from a designer's point of view as well. He, what a fucking drawer! What a sketcher! Yeah. If you okay, again, this is only some people with interest. If you want to look at really good engineering drawings, really good technical drawings, hand drawings, go onto the F one website and look at their Tech Tuesdays they do, and look at the drawings that this guy does because he he's done the F one technical drawings, uh, like for the public, not as part of the team for like thirty years. And he does the Haynes manuals to me as well. Haynes, they company that make like pants or something. No, they make the um, car manuals. So oh, when you go to like Halfords. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know he did them. I'm, I'm not surprised. Pretty sure because they look exactly the same the way he's drawn or the way they're drawn. The old ones. He's great. And then Formula E, it's it's if you didn't do well at Formula One or if you're aging out of Formula One, you go to Formula E. It just doesn't seem like it's going to take off. I think it, no, I think it will take off. I think it needs to change a lot because at the moment the cars look. A little too try well, no, they look a little too. They look very try hardy. Yeah. They look like there's, there's trying way too hard, and it's they don't sound great. I feel like and instead I just of don't care. That's that's the problem. So I, they they can make it great, but I just don't care. That's it. I think the Formula One needs to sort of merge, like become Formula E, not well, not like a un, like unhappy um, co-host to a radio show who goes fuck you, I'm gonna go and make my own radio show. Well, that's what it feels like. Like, are you gonna do for electric engines in your car? No. Right. Well, I'm gonna go and do yeah. my own then. Well, they, they, they do. They have hybrid engines. Did I thought they're fully electric? No, no, no. Oh, F1. in the new side in the current yeah. ones. Um, F1 no. have hybrid engines. They have done for a few years. And that's not going to change. A, lo- a lot of people don't like hybrid engines, but mm. uh, they've, they've renounced the, eng- the, the changes in engine... engine reg- yeah. Try again. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> the changes in engine regulations for 2021. Mm. Because um, they'll announce these a few years ahead so teams can start researching and they're going to keep the hybrid engines. It makes sense. Yeah. They, I mean, the, the I'm not things promoting the electric motor. I think, I think it makes sense. I think it's, we've had a, like a clunky growing period with the hybrid engine. So they've been in for what, four years now. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting to Mercedes because Mercedes are really good at them, which is kind of why they've been dominating. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't like them, but they're getting easier. Well, Apparently they're getting easier to make and, simple, and people are getting to understand the engines more. 
that is a good question then. So, say if tomorrow Formula One, so the FIA turned around and went, do you know what? We've changed our minds. As of 2021, we're just going to have fully electric engines in our cars. Who do you think would be on the top of the grid? Who, like, in the running order? Because I don't think Ferrari would be up there anymore. No. Because they know nothing about electric motors. They, they, they They've got, really do nothing what, one or two cars that have electric motors in, but they don't know how to do it in a yeah. hybrid fashion. Well, there, was, there was the LaFerrari, but... But all it does is just work together with the engine. In other yeah. words, they don't know how to make it work with a computer. It's like, no, this one will work yeah. and this one will work. That is all. <laughs> how do they communicate with each other? Does one switch off? No, faster. Just more for speed. I don't know what the computer is. It's very confusing. You put the foot down, bang. <laughs> <laughs> but the painted is red. It's Ferrari. But then Mercedes. Mercedes, I think probably Mercedes would know what they're doing and well, then McLaren maybe because they've got the P1 they, they know how to do the electronics they're they, just they, not good with mileage on their road cars anyway yeah. I mean, the, the, uh, McLaren has so many problems with hybrids but then Renault yeah. Renault are very good at electric uh, cars point, yeah Renault have got loads of them they probably have the most experience don't yeah. they bar Tesla you oh know, Honda, if, if Tesla, Honda? Uh, I imagine they do don't they they seem like a company, company that they would. do hybrids I don't think they really do. That is a bit weird that Honda have had the worst engines of the hybrid era. And they are the hybrid people, really. Yeah, they've had the most experience with it. It does kind of think, though, why isn't Tesla in Formula E? I I mean, apart from the fact that they're burning cash and they're dying at the minute and they're not (laughs) doing that well. But that would be a great advertisement for them, and that is their home territory. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You could just shove a a Tesla Model S in the race and it would smash all the other (laughs) things. No, they would have to make their own... Formula E car. No, they wouldn't. They just, oh, yeah, just put the Model S in, it'll win. No, it won't. The Formula E cars are way faster than, no, than any road cars. They are. Elon- I mean, I, I, it hurts me to say that they're fast. They are quite fast. <laughs> I want Elon Musk and a Model S to drive around, and I bet he drives faster. And I bet he gets a like, load more Tesla shares sold as well. Yeah. I, I don't be too mean on Formula E because... It, it is the dumping ground for unsuccessful F1 drivers. I don't want to be mean to them, but it just seems it seems true. That's the thing. It's just true. Yeah, but this is kind of this is kind of a true fact when it comes to F1 drivers. If you see F1 drivers who come to F1 and they they don't do that well, in F1 them. terms, I was like, oh, they're slow, they're crap, and then they go and do other motorsports and they destroy them. Hmm. This thing, it's just not. Um, not all the time, but I mean, the last I think it was I don't know who won the Indy 500 this year, but last year. Uh, Takuma Sato won it who 10 years ago was just like oh a slow F1 driver wasn't the slowest in the world but he wasn't lighting the world on fire mm. and he goes and wins the Indy 500 one of the biggest races in the world yeah so it still shows that he's good yeah a lot, a lot of IndyCar winners or people who, win, who drive an IndyCar Max Chilton is an IndyCar driver who does fairly well and he was infamous for being slow mm. a few years back he was painfully slow so I'd give it 10 years, I think, for Formula E to sort of grow. Also the point where Formula 1 might go, yeah, okay, maybe it's time. I don't see Formula 1 switching to full electric. Well, they've got to do it at some point. Well, I suppose it is. Would, would, would Formula 1 ever change to a different type of propulsion? I think they would. They you have to I mean? at some point. One day all electric, or all power, petrol power cars will be banned, or... Well, yeah, well, I, I, I think well, I think definitely all fossil fuel cars will be banned for consumers. I still think racing wise as well. Really? Yeah. Because they're not part of the problem. They are. F one? No, really. Yeah. They still emit. They, they do, but imagine the whole world drives electric cars. 
zero emissions from cars, hmm. and you know, once every two weeks, twenty cars bomb around a track for two hours. I think it just eventually, all oh, countries will stop. That, that's that'll be the thing. Countries will ban Formula One from coming into their country. So like Sweden. Based on emissions. Based on emissions. I, I, I don't. I don't think it'll be, they might do it as no. I don't know. They won't. It'd be such a boring thing to do, and that's why it would work. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think we might see new racing series, definitely, with different things. I want to see F-Zero. You ever play that game? No, no. F-Zero? Oh, no. man. F-Zero was a racing game, a Nintendo racing game. Oh, okay. Back in the day, it was all like these sort of hover jet things. It's called F-Zero because it's better it than like Formula Wipeout? One. Uh, Wipeout's a rip-off of F-Zero, yeah. Is it? Yeah. I thought Wipeout was very original. No, I, I, quite, I, I don't really mind I don't what, what, what type of super fast racing game it is. I don't care, as long as it's fast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, F-Zero is like the original one. Okay. Hmm. I'd love to see that. Floating cars that go like 2,000 miles an hour. <laughs> Fuck yes. I can get close brilliant. to that crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Lewis Hamilton's celebration. Every time he wins a race, he'd be like, oh, what, what a great crowd. Yeah, guys, I'd just like to uh, appreciate this crowd. Look at, look at the size of this crowd. <laughs> it's like... The best crowd in the world. Yeah, yeah, Every my, crowd this, is the best crowd This is my world. favourite crowd. Do you know where you are, Lewis? No, I've got no idea, but what a crowd, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to celebrate and talk to Kimmy. <laughs> we'll try, try and talk to Kimmy. <laughs> hey, Kit, no, no, no. No, I don't want to talk to you. Oh, please go away. There's something that Kimmy does in the uh, paddock after he wins. Or while he's on the podium, he just sits down in his own, drinks his water. <laughs> he just... So, yeah, everyone, everyone knows F1 drivers when they win, or race drivers when they win, they spray the champagne everywhere. Yeah. Kimmy will f- take a drink first. <laughs> always. Always. He'll always like, oh, oh, that champagne. Takes a drink and then sprays it around very really enthusiastically. Not alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we wrap up there? I think we should. So it's probably good I, I could go on for hours on this. I was going to say, I think we must have hit the hour mark by now. I, if not, we're very close. You, you'll have to stop me. Well, I will now. Yeah, you could stop. You could probably stop recording and don't tell me. And I'll, I'll carry on going for the Okay, yeah, I want to do some washing at some point. Actually, that doesn't require you, so you know, do as you please. Let's talk about Gerhard Berger. Gerhard Berger was <laughs> Good night, everyone. The <laughs> um, so I've, I've had a couple of suggestions for next week. Oh, by the way, um, okay. for all you listeners, you can ask us questions or all you listeners. That's all a, you listeners out there on the Radio FM. I mean, uh, your mum. Yes, my mum and your best friend. And my neighbour that won't leave me alone. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, you can submit questions to us or any comments via the Anchor app, which is the provider we use to make this podcast. Oh, okay. It is, it okay. is what we use. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I haven't told you any of this. Mm. We use a company called Anchor to make our podcast. And that's how you can get us on Spotify, Google Casts, pretty much anywhere that has podcasts available. You can go and listen to us and just roll with it. Uh, but you can submit questions to us on the Anchor website. Just search for us, and you can I think you can add a comment on there. Or you can drop us a message on our Facebook page, I guess, on our own personal ones. Because no, probably... no, you can't. Do not. All right, you can message me, because you probably know me anyway, yeah. so... But if not... I mean, there's no Facebook page for Captain Copwash. Well, it probably is. You probably is. It's, it's not me, so... Uh, oh, I guess you could use our YouTube t- uh, channel, because that's been up for a while. Oh, enough shilling. All right, so, fine. End the podcast I'll, there. I want to advertise... Alright, um, no. next week I've got two ideas. Alright. Habits. Habits. So what good habits, bad habits. That seems vague, but okay. We can work on it. And what was the other one? Oh yeah, well, I want to get a new phone. You know that, because I'm... Because you whine about it every, every, every day. Every day I whine about my... Because it's shit. I hate my phone. 
Anyway, in two weeks, where are we? Three weeks' time, new iPhones are coming out. So we're going to have... Okay, I, I could have rant about how much I don't like Apple for a long okay, time. Well, so we're not going to we just go. talk about Apple, but we're going to talk about technology. This will be the first one we're talking about, so... Okay, fine. All right, then. Until next week. I want to eat some biscuits. All right, then. Go eat some biscuits. I will. All right, then. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.